the Flex Deck, the one deck you need for all your games. From November 26th until December 2nd, 2017, Jerusalem was the 1,804th most viewed article on Wikipedia, with 44,935 views, of which 56.43% were on mobile devices. Jerusalem, from Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia, and read by me, Mike. Between December 7th and 13th, 2017, Jerusalem is a city in the Middle East located on a plateau in the Judean mountains between the Mediterranean and the Dead Sea. Israelis and Palestinians both claim Jerusalem as their capital, as the state of Israel maintains its primary governmental institutions there, while the state of Palestine ultimately foresees the city as its seat of power. However, Neither claim is widely recognized internationally. One of the oldest cities in the world, Jerusalem was named as Ursulima on ancient Mesopotamian cuneiform tablets, probably meaning City of Shalem, after a Canaanite deity during the early Canaanite period, approximately 2400 BCE. During the Israelite period, Significant construction activity in Jerusalem began in the 9th century BCE, Iron Age II, and in the 8th century the city developed into the religious and administrative center of the Kingdom of Judah. During its long history, Jerusalem has been destroyed at least twice, besieged 23 times, attacked 52 times, and captured and recaptured 44 times. The part of Jerusalem called the City of David was settled in the 4th millennia BCE. In 1538, walls were built around Jerusalem under Solomon the Magnificent. Today, these walls define the Old City, which had been traditionally divided into four quarters, known since the early 19th century as the Armenian, Christian, Jewish, and Muslim quarters. The Old City became a World Heritage Site in 1981 and is on the list of World Heritage in Danger. Modern Jerusalem has grown far beyond the old city boundaries. Jerusalem is considered a holy city in the three major Abrahamic religions of Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. According to the Bible, King David conquered the city from the Jebusites and established it as the capital of the United Kingdom of Israel, and his son, King Solomon, commissioned the first building of the first temple. These foundational events, straddling the dawn of the first millennia BCE, assumed central symbolic importance for the Jewish people. The soprint of Holy City was probably attached to Jerusalem in post-exilic times. The holiness of Jerusalem and Christianity conserved in the Septuagint, which Christians adopted as their own authority, was reinforced by the New Testament account of Jesus' crucifixion there. In Sunni Islam, Jerusalem is the third holiest city after Mecca and Medina. In Islamic tradition, in 610 CE, it became the first Qibla, the focal point of Muslim prayer, and Muhammad made his night journey there ten years later, ascending to heaven where he speaks to God, according to the Quran.
as a result, despite having an area of only 0.9 square kilometers, 0.35 square miles. The Old City is home to many sites of seminal religious importance, among them the Temple Mount with its Western Wall, Dome of the Rock, and Al-Asqa Mosque, and the Church of the Holy Scepter. Outside the Old City stands the Garden Tomb. Today, the status of Jerusalem remains one of the core issues in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. During the 1948 Arab-Israeli War, West Jerusalem was among the areas captured and later annexed by Israel, while East Jerusalem, including the Old City, was captured and later annexed by Jordan. Israel captured East Jerusalem from Jordan during the 1967 Six-Day War and subsequently annexed it into Jerusalem, together with additional surrounding territory. One of Israel's basic laws, the 1980 Jerusalem Law, refers to Jerusalem as the country's undivided capital. All branches of the Israeli government are located in Jerusalem, including the Kiznet, Israeli's parliament, the residence of the Prime Minister and President, and the Supreme Court. While the international community rejected the annexation as illegal and treats East Jerusalem as Palestinian territory occupied by Israel, Israel has a stronger claim to sovereignty over West Jerusalem. The international community does not recognize Jerusalem as Israel's capital, and the city hosts no foreign embassies. Jerusalem is also home to some non-governmental Israeli institutions of national importance, such as the Hebrew University and the Israel Museum with its Shrine of the Book. In 2015, Jerusalem had a population of some 850,000 residents, comprising of 200,000 secular Jewish Israelis, 350,000 ultra-Orthodox Jews, and 300,000 Palestinians. In 2011, the population numbered 801,000, of which Jews comprised 497,000, 62%, Muslims, 281,000, 35%, Christians, 14,000, around 2%, and 9,000, 1% were not classified by religion. Etymology A city called Jerusalem in the extraction text of the Middle Kingdom of Egypt from the 19th century BCE is widely but not universally identified as Jerusalem. Jerusalem is called Jerusalem in the Armana letters of Abihiba from the 1330s BCE. The name Jerusalem is variously etymologized to mean foundation. In Sumerian, Yiru, settlement. Semitic, Yiri, to be found, to found, to lay a cornerstone of the god Shalom. The god Shalom was thus the original tutelary deity of the Bronze Age city. The form Yaru Shalem, or Yerushalayim, Jerusalem, first appears in the Bible, in the book of Joshua. According to Midrash, the name is a combination of Y-H-W-H and Y-I-R-E-H, Yirai quote, God will see to it, end quote. The name given by Abraham to the place where he began to sacrifice his son, and the town 
Shalem. The earliest extra-biblical Hebrew writing of the word Jerusalem is dated to the 6th or 7th century BCE and was discovered in Kirbet Betli near Biet Guvrin in 1961. The inscription states, quote, I am Yahweh thy God. I will accept the cities of Judah and I will redeem Jerusalem. Or as other scholars could suggest, Yahweh is the God of the whole earth. The mountains of Judah belong to him, to the God of Jerusalem. Shalem, or Shalom, was the name of the God of Dusk in the Canaanite religion, whose name is based on the same root, SLM, from which the Hebrew word for peace is derived, Salam, or Shalom, in modern Arabic and Hebrew. The name thus offered itself to etymologizations such as the, quote, city of peace, Quote, abode of peace, quote, dwelling of peace, founded in safety, alternatively, quote, vision of peace, in some Christian authors. The ending, A-Y-I-M, I-M, indicates the dual, thus leading to suggest that the name Yerushalayim refers to the fact that the city initially sat on two hills. However, the pronunciation of the last symbol as Ayim appears to be a late development, which had not appeared at the time of the Septuagint, an ancient settlement of Jerusalem founded as early as the Bronze Age on the hill above the Gion Spring, was according to the Bible named Jebus. Jebus, it is Jerusalem, called the Fortress of Zion. It was named by David as the City of David, and was known by this name in antiquity. Another name, Zion initially referred to a distinct part of the city, but later came to signify the city as a whole and to represent the biblical land of Israel. In Greek and Latin, the city's name was transliterated Hierosolima. Although the city was renamed Elia Capitolina for part of the Roman period of its history, the Aramaic aprosiphon of Genesis of the Dead Sea Scrolls equates Jerusalem with the earlier Salem, said to be the kingdom of Melchizedek in Genesis 14.18. Other early Hebrew sources, early Christian renderings of the verse, and Targum, however, put Salam in northern Israel near Shechem, or Sichem, now Nebulus, a city of some importance in early sacred Hebrew writing. Possibly the redactor of the Aprosiphron of Genesis wanted to disassociate Melchizedek from the area of Shechem, which at the time was in possession of the Samaritans. However that may be, later rabbinic sources also equate Salam with Jerusalem, mainly to link Melchizedek to later temple traditions. In Arabic, Jerusalem is most commonly transliterated as Alquids and meaning the holy or the holy sanctuary. Official Israeli government policies mandates that the Arabic writing is transliterated as Ursulum, which in the cognate of the Hebrew and English names be used as the Arabic language name for the city in conjunction. Palestinian Arab families who hail from this city are often called Kitsai or Makdisi, 
while Palestinian Muslim Jerusalemites may use these terms as a diminin. History Given the city's central position in both Jewish nationalism, Zionism, and Palestinian nationalism, the selectivity required to summarize some 5,000 years of inhabited history is often influenced by ideological bias or background. The periods of Jewish sovereignty in the city's history are important to Israeli-slash-Jewish nationalists, Zionists, who claim the right to the city based on Jewish descent from the Israelite Kingdom of Judah, of which Jerusalem was the capital. In contrast, Palestinian nationalists claim the right to the city based on modern Palestinians' descent from many different peoples who have lived in the region over the centuries rather than those from a particular period. Both sides claim the history of the city has been politicized by the other in order to strengthen their relative claims to the city, and that this is born out of the different focuses the different writers place on the various events and eras in the city's history. Overview of Jerusalem's Historical Periods This is a chart that they have, so I'm just going to read you in order the different... Um, titles of sections showing the different um, territories of control and the different names of the peoples who are supposedly o oversight of it. Starting with the Proto-Canaanite, Egyptian New Kingdom, Jebusite, Biblical Israel Judah, Neo-Assyrian, Neo-Babylonian, Persian, Macedonian, Judah or the Hesemonian Dynasty, Roman, Byzantine, Persian, Byzantinian, Rashidun, Amiyad, Abiyasid, Fatimid, Seleucia, Kingdom of Jerusalem, Crusaders, Ayyubid, Kingdom of Jerusalem, Ayyubid, Mameluk, Ottoman, British, Israel and Jordan, Israel. Age, any city, Jerusalem included, can be defined either in current administrative terms as the area declared by legal means to be part of a municipality or in historical terms as the city which resulted from a process of urban development united into one entity by a common territory, history, and by virtue of its natural and social characteristics. The administrative inclusion of several outlying towns and villages after 1967, which are not fully on and organically included in the social and economic and political fabric of Jerusalem proper creates confusion regarding any definition of the city of Jerusalem. This spreads to any related issue, such as defining the age of the city. After the Six-Day War in 1967, Shuafat and other places defined as East Jerusalem were incorporated into the Jerusalem Municipal District in a move not internationally recognized. Shuafat lies about six kilometers north of Jerusalem's oldest historical part, the so-called City of David, and about five kilometers north of the walled Old City. Shuafat's history is distinct of that of its neighbor, Jerusalem, from its prehistoric beginnings through the biblical period and throughout its later history until 1967. Prehistory In 2016, Israeli archaeologists announced they had unearthed a 7,000-year-old settlement from the early Charcolithic period. 
the archaeologist describes the discovery as the oldest of its kind in the region. The Israel Antiquities Authority asserts that the stone houses and artifacts confirm the, quote, existence of a well-established settlement in the Jerusalem area as long ago as the 5th millennia BCE, end quote. Ceramic evidence indicates occupation of the city of David, an area considered to be the initial nucleus of historical Jerusalem as far back as the Copper Age, 4th millennia BCE. Ancient period. There is no evidence of a permanent settlement in the city of David area until the early Bronze Age, circa 3000 to 2800 BCE. The excretion texts from the 19th century BCE, which refer to a city called Jerusalem, variously transcribed as Jerusalem, Jerusalem, Rosh Raman, and the Armana letters, circa 14th century BCE, may be the earliest mention of the city. Nadav Naaman argues its fortification as the center of a kingdom dates to around the 18th century BCE. The first settlement lay on what some call the Ophel Ridge, i.e. the southeastern hill at whose foot the Gihon Spring gushes forth. In the late Bronze Age, Jerusalem was the capital of an Egyptian vassal city-state, a modest settlement governing a few outlying villages and pastoral areas. With a small Egyptian garrison, and ruled by appointees such as King Abdihiba at the time of Seti I and Ramses II, major construction took place as prosperity increased. This period, when Canaan formed part of the Egyptian Empire, corresponds in biblical accounts to Joshua's invasion. In the Bible, Jerusalem is defined as lying within territory allocated to the tribe of Benjamin, though occupied by Jebusites. David is said to have conquered these in the siege of Jebus, and transferred his capital from Hebron to Jerusalem, which then became the capital of the United Kingdom of Israel, and one of its several religious centers. The choice was perhaps dictated by the fact that Jerusalem did not form part of Israel's tribal system, and was thus suited to serve as the center of its federation. Opinion is divided over whether a large stone structure and nearby stepstone structure may be identified with King David's palace, or dates to a later period. According to the Bible, King David reigned for forty years, and was succeeded by his son Solomon who built the holy temple on Mount Moriah. Solomon's temple, later known as the first temple, went on to play a pivotal role in Jewish religion as the repository of the Ark of the Covenant. On Solomon's death, ten of the northern tribes of Israel broke with the united monarchy to form their own nation, with its kings, prophets, priests, traditions relating to religion, capitals, and temples in northern Israel. The southern tribes, together with the Aaronoid priesthood, remained in Jerusalem, with the city becoming the capital of the kingdom of Judah. Logical remains from the ancient Israelite period also include Siloam Tunnel, an aqueduct built by Judean king Hezekiah, and decorated with ancient Hebrew inscription, known as Siloam's inscription. Broad Wall, a defensive fortification built in the 8th century BCE, also by Hezekiah, monolith of Siloan, 
tomb of the royal steward, which were decorated with monumental Hebrew inscriptions, and Israelite tower, remnants of ancient fortifications built from large, sturdy rocks with carved cornerstones. A huge water reservoir dating from this period was discovered in 2012 near Robinson's Arch, indicating the existence of a densely built quarter across the area west of the Temple Mount during the Judean Kingdom. When the Assyrians conquered the Kingdom of Israel in 722 BCE, Jerusalem was strengthened by a great influx of refugees from the Northern Kingdom. The First Temple period ended around 586 BCE, as the Babylonians conquered Judah and Jerusalem and laid waste to Solomon's Temple. Classical Antiquity In 538 BCE, the Persian king Cyrus the Great invited the Jews of Babylon to return to Judah to rebuild the Temple. Construction of the Second Temple was completed in 516 BCE during the reign of Darius the Great, 70 years after the destruction of the First Temple. Sometime after 485 BCE, Jerusalem was besieged, conquered, and largely destroyed by a coalition of neighboring states. In about 445 BCE, King Aretaris I of Persia issued a decree allowing the city, including its walls, to be rebuilt. Jerusalem resumed its role as capital of Judah and center of Jewish worship. Many Jewish tombs from the Second Temple period have been rediscovered in Jerusalem. One example, discovered north of the Old City, contains human remains in an ossuary decorated with the Aramaic inscription, quote-unquote, Simon, the Temple Builder. The tomb of Abba, also located north of the Old City, bears an Aramaic inscription with Paleo-Hebrew letters reading, quote, I, Abba, son of the priest, Eleazar, son of Aaron, the high priest, Abba, the opposed and the persecuted, who was born in Jerusalem and went into exile into Babylonia and brought back to Jerusalem, Metahi, son of Judah, and buried him in a cave, which I bought by deed. The tomb of Benai Hazir, located in Kidron Valley, is decorated by monumental Doric columns in Hebrew inscription, identifying it as the burial site of second temple priests. The tombs of Sandaran, an underground complex of 63 rock-cut tombs, is located in a public park in the northern Jerusalem neighborhood of Sandahara. These tombs, probably reserved for members of the Sanhedrin, and described by ancient Hebrew and Aramaic writings are dated to between 100 BCE and 100 CE. When Alexander the Great conquered the Persian Empire, Jerusalem and Judea came under Macedonian control, eventually falling to the Potomac destiny under Ptolemy I. In 198 BCE, Ptolemy V Epiraphus lost Jerusalem and Judea to the Seuclids under Antioch III. The Seuclid attempt to recast Jerusalem as a Hellenized city-state came to a head in 168 BCE with the successful Maccabean revolt of Methotheus and his five sons 
against Antioch IV Epiphanes and their establishment of the Hesemonian Kingdom in 152 BCE with Jerusalem as its capital. In 63 BCE, Pompey the Great intervened in his struggle for the Hesemonian throne and captured Jerusalem, extending the influence of the Roman Republic over Judea. Following a short invasion by Parthians backing the rival Hesemonian rulers, Judea became a scene of struggle between pro-Roman and pro-Parthian forces, eventually leading to the emergence of an Edomite named Herod. As Rome became stronger, it installed Herod as a Jewish client king. Herod the Great, as he was known, devoted himself to developing and beautifying the city. He built walls, towers, and palaces, and expanded the Temple Mount, buttressing the courtyard with blocks of stone weighing up to 100 tons. Under Herod, the area of the Temple Mount doubled in size. Shortly after Herod's death, in 6 CE, Judea came under direct Roman rule as the Iudea province. Although the Herodian dynasty, through Agrippa II, remained client kings of neighboring territories until 96 CE, Roman rule over Jerusalem and the region was challenged in the First Jewish-Roman War, which ended with a Roman victory. The Second Temple was destroyed in 70 CE, and the entire city was destroyed in the war. The contemporary Jewish historian, Josephus, wrote that the city, quote, was so thoroughly razed to the ground by those that demolished it to its foundations that nothing was left that could ever persuade visitors that it had once been a place of habitation, end quote. Roman rule was again challenged during the Bar Kokhba revolt, beginning in 132 CE and suppressed by the Romans in 135 CE. Following the Bar Kokhba revolt, Emperor Hydranian combined Iudea province with neighboring provinces under the new name of Syria-Palestinia, replacing the name of Judea. The city was named Alia Capitolina and rebuilt in the style of a typical Roman town. Jews were prohibited from entering the city on pain of death, except for one day each year, during the holiday of Tisha B'Av. Taken together, these measures, which also affected Jewish Christians, essentially, quote-unquote, secularized the city. The ban was maintained until the 7th century, though Christians would soon be granted an exemption. During the 4th century, the Roman Emperor Constantine I ordered the construction of Christian holy sites in the city, including the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. Burial remains from the Byzantinian period are exclusively Christian, suggesting that the population of Jerusalem in Byzantine times probably consisted only of Christians. In the 5th century, the eastern continuation of the Roman Empire, ruled by the recently renamed Constantinople, maintained control of the city. Within the span of a few decades, Jerusalem shifted from Byzantine to Persian rule, then back to Roman Byzantine dominion. Following Sassanid Karosarao II's early 7th century push through Syria, his generals Shaharahabaz 
and Shahin attacked Jerusalem, aided by the Jews of Palestinia Prima, who had risen up against the Byzantines. In the siege of Jerusalem of 614, after 21 days of relentless siege warfare, Jerusalem was captured. Byzantinian chronicles relate that the Sassanids and Jews slaughtered tens of thousands of Christians in the city, many at the Mamilla Pool, and destroyed their monuments and churches, including the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. This episode has been the subject of much debate between historians. The conquered city would remain in Sassanid hands for some 15 years until the Byzantine Emperor Heracles reconquered it in 629. Jerusalem reached a peak in size and population at the end of the Second Temple period when the city covered 2 kilometers squared, 0.77 square miles, and had a population of 200,000. Middle Ages and Caliphates Byzantine Jerusalem was conquered by the Arab armies of Umar ibn al-Khattab in 638 CE. Among Muslims of Islam's earliest era, it was referred to as Madinat Bat al-Maqid's city of the temple, which was restricted to the Temple Mount. The rest of the city, quote, was called Ilya, reflecting the Roman name given the city following the destruction of 70 CE, Alia Capitolina, end quote. Later, the Temple Mount became known as Al-Haram Al-Sharif, the Noble Sanctuary, while the city around it became known as Bayat Al-Maquids, and later still Al-Quids Al-Sharif, the Holy Noble. The Islamization of Jerusalem began in the first year AH 623 CE, when Muslims were instructed to face the city while performing their daily prostrations, and according to the Muslim religious tradition, Muhammad's night journey and ascension to heaven took place. After 13 years, the direction of prayer was changed to Mecca. In 638 CE, the Islamic Caliphate extended its domain to Jerusalem. With the Arab conquest, Jews were allowed back into the city. The Rashidun Caliph Umar ibn al-Khattab signed a treaty with Christian Patriarch of Jerusalem, Safarinus, assuring him that Jerusalem's Christian holy places and population will be protected under Muslim rule. Christian Arab tradition records that when led to the prayer of the Church of the Holy Sceptical, one of the holiest sites for Christians, the Caliph Umar refused to pray in the church so that Muslims would not request conversion of the church to a mosque. He prayed outside the church, where the mosque of Umar Omar stands to this day opposite the entrance of the Church of the Holy Sceptical. According to the Gaelic Bishop Arkof, who lived in Jerusalem from 679 to 688, the Mosque of Umar was a rectangular wooden structure built over ruins which could accommodate 3,000 worshippers. When the Arab armies under Umar went to Bayat al-Maquids in 637 CE, they searched for the site of Al-Aqsa Mosque, the farthest mosque, that was mentioned in Quran and Hadith according to Islamic beliefs. Contemporary Arabic and Hebrew sources say the site was full of rubbish and that Arabs and Jews cleaned it. The Umayyad Caliph Abid al-Malik commissioned the construction of a shrine on the Temple Mount, now known as the Dome of the Rock, 
in the late 7th century. Two of the city's most distinguished Arab citizens of the 10th century were Al-Muqadazi, the geographer, and Al-Tamimi, the physician. Al-Muqadazi writes that Abd al-Malik built the edifice on the Temple Mount in order to complete in grandeur with Jerusalem's monumental churches. Over the next 400 years, Jerusalem's prominence diminished as Arab powers in the region jockeyed for control. Jerusalem was captured in 1073 by the Seljuk Turkish commander Atsiz. After Atsiz was killed, the Seljuk prince Tutush I granted the city to Artuk Bey, another Seljuk commander. After Artuk's death in 1091, his sons Sokman and Igazi governed in the city up to 1098 when the Fatimids recaptured the city. A messianic Karite movement to gather in Jerusalem took place at the turn of the millennium, leading to the quote-unquote golden age of Karite scholarship there, which was only terminated by the Crusades. In 1099, the Fatimid ruler expelled the native Christian population before Jerusalem was besieged by the soldiers of the First Crusade. After taking the solidly defended city by assault, the Crusaders massacred most of its Muslim and Jewish inhabitants and made it the capital of the Kingdom of Jerusalem. The city, which had been virtually emptied, was recolonized by a variegated inflow of Greeks, Bulgarians, Hungarians, Georgians, Armenians, Syrians, Egyptians, and Astorians, Maronites, Jacobite, Mayaphites, Copts, and others to block the return of the surviving Muslims and Jews. The northeastern quarter was repopulated with Eastern Christians from the Transjordan. As a result, by 1099, Jerusalem's population had climbed back to some 30,000. In 1187, the city was wrested from the Crusaders by Saladin, who permitted Jews and Muslims to return and settle in the city. Under the terms of surrender, once ransomed, 60,000 Franks were expelled. The Eastern Christian populace was permitted to stay. Under the Ayyubid dynasty of Saladin, a period of huge investment began in the construction of houses, markets, public baths, and pilgrim hostels, as well as the establishment of religious endowments. However, for most of the 13th century, Jerusalem declined to the status of a village due to the city's fall of strategic value and Ayyubid internecian struggles. From 1229 to 1244, Jerusalem peacefully reverted to Christian control as a result of a 1229 treaty agreed between the crusading Holy Roman Emperor Frederick II and Al-Kamil, the Ayyubid Sultan of Egypt, that ended the Sixth Crusade. The Ayyubids retained control of the Muslim holy places, and Arab sources suggest that Frederick was not permitted to restore Jerusalem's fortifications. In 1244, Jerusalem was sacked by the Khwarezmian Tartars, who decimated the city's Christian population and drove out the Jews. The Khwarezmian Tartars were driven out by the Ayyubids in 1247, when Nakamanides visited in 1267. He found only two Jewish families in a population of 2,000, 300 of whom were Christians in the city. From 1260 to 1517, Jerusalem was ruled by the Mamelukes. During this period of time, 
Many clashes occurred between the Mamelukes on one side and the Crusaders and the Mongols on the other. The area also suffered from many earthquakes and Black Plague. Some European Christian presence was maintained in the city by the order of the Holy Sepulchre. Ottoman rule, 16th to 19th centuries. In 1517, Jerusalem and Enverines fell to the Ottoman Turks, who generally remained in control until 1917. Jerusalem enjoyed a prosperous period of renewal and peace under Solomon the Magnificent, including the rebuilding of magnificent walls around the old city. Throughout much of Ottoman rule, Jerusalem remained a provincial, if religiously important center, and did not straddle the main trade route between Damascus and Cairo. The English reference book, Modern History, or The Present State of All Nations, written in 1744, stated that, quote, Jerusalem is still reckoned the capital city of Palestine, though much fallen from its ancient grandeur. The Ottomans brought many innovations, modern postal systems run by the various consulates, and regular stagecoach and carriage services were among the first signs of modernization in the city. In the mid-19th century, the Ottomans constructed the first paved road from Jaffa to Jerusalem, and by 1892, the railroad had reached the city. With the annexation of Jerusalem by Muhammad Ali of Egypt in 1831, foreign missions and consulates began to establish a foothold in the city. In 1836, Ibrahim Pasha allowed Jerusalem's Jewish residents to restore four major synagogues, among them the Huvra. In the countrywide peasants' revolt, Qasim al-Amid led his forces from Nablus and attacked Jerusalem, aided, that, aided by the Abu Ghosh clan, and entered the city on the 31st of May, 1834. The Christians and Jews of Jerusalem were subjected to attacks. Ibrahim's Egyptian army routed Qasim's forces in Jerusalem the following month. Ottoman rule was reinstated in 1840, but many Egyptian Muslims remained in Jerusalem, and Jews from Algiers and North Africa began to settle in the city in growing numbers. In the 1840s and 1850s, the international powers began a tug-of-war in Palestine as they sought to extend their protection over the region's religious minorities, a struggle carried out mainly through consular representatives in Jerusalem. According to the Prussian Council, the population in 1845 was 16,410, with 7,120 Jews, 5,000 Muslims, 3,390 Christians, 800 Turkish soldiers, and 100 Europeans. The volume of Christian pilgrims increased under the Ottomans, doubling the city's population around Easter time. In the 1860s, new neighborhoods began to develop outside the old city walls to house pilgrims and relieve the intense overcrowding and poor sanitation inside the city. The Russian compound and Mishkanat Shalanim were founded in 1860, followed by many others that included Mahain Israel, Nahalat 
Shiva, German Colony, Beat David, Mia Shorim, Shimon Hazadik, Beat Yaakov, Abab Tor, American Swedish Colony, Yemen Moshi, and Mamela, Wadi Adjoz around this turn of the century. In 1867, an American missionary reports an estimated population of Jerusalem of above 15,000, with 4,000 to 5,000 Jews and 6,000 Muslims. Every year, there were 5,000 to 6,000 Russian Christian pilgrims. In 1872, Jerusalem became the center of a special administrative district, independent of the Syria Violet, and under the direct authority of Istanbul, called the Muta Sarifat of Jerusalem. Until the 1880s, there were no formal orphanages in Jerusalem, as families generally took care of each other. In 1881, the Diskin Orphanage was founded in Jerusalem with the arrival of Jewish children orphaned by a Russian pogrom. Other orphanages founded in Jerusalem at the beginning of the 20th century were Zion Blumenthal Orphanage in 1900 and General Israel Orphans Home for the Girls in 1902. British Mandate, 1917-1948 In 1917, after the Battle of Jerusalem, the British Army, led by General Edmund Allenby, captured the city. In 1922, the League of Nations at the Conference of Lusain entrusted the United Kingdom to administer Palestine, neighboring Transjordan and Iraq beyond it. The British had to deal with a conflicting demand that was rooted in Ottoman rule. Agreements for the supply of water, electricity, and the construction of a tramway system, all under concessions granted by the Ottoman authorities, had been signed by the city of Jerusalem and a Greek citizen, Euriphidides Mavromatis, on the 27th of January, 1914. Work under these concessions had not begun, and by the end of the war of the British occupying forces refused to recognize their validity. Mavromitis claimed that his concessions overlapped with the Aju concession that the government had awarded to Ruttenberg in 1921, and that he had been deprived of his legal rights. The Mavromitis concession, in effect despite early British attempts to abolish it, covered Jerusalem and other localities, i.e. Bethlehem, within a radius of 20 kilometers, or 12 miles, around the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. From 1922 to 1948, the total population of the city rose from 52,000 to 165,000, comprised two-thirds of Jews and one-third of Arabs, Muslims and Christians. Relations between Arab Christians and Muslims and the growing Jewish population in Jerusalem deteriorated, resulting in recurring unrest. In Jerusalem in particular, Arab riots occurred in 1920 and in 1929. Under the British, new garden suburbs were built in the western and northern parts of the city, and institutions of higher learning, such as the Hebrew University, were founded. Jordanian-Israeli rule, 1948-1967 As the British mandate for Palestine was expiring, the 1947 U.S. partition plan recommended the, quote, 
the creation of a special international regime in the city of Jerusalem, constituting it as the corpus separatum under the administration of the UN, end quote. The international regime, which also included the city of Bethlehem, was to remain in force for a period of 10 years, whereupon a referendum was to be held in which the residents were to decide the future regime of the city. However, this plan was not implemented, as the 1948 war erupted while the British withdrew from Palestine and Israel declared independence. In contradiction to the partition plan, which envisioned a city separated from the Arab state and the Jewish state, Israel took control of the area, which later would become West Jerusalem, along with major parts of the Arab territory allotted to the future Arab state. Jordan took control of East Jerusalem along the West Bank. The war led to displacement of Arab and Jewish populations in the city. The 1,500 residents of the Jewish quarter of the old city were expelled and a few hundred taken prisoner when the Arab legion captured the quarter on the 28th of May. Arab residents of Kataman, Talibia, and the German colony were driven from their homes. By the time of the armistice that ended active fighting, Israel had control of 12 of Jerusalem's 15 residential quarters. An estimated minimum of 30,000 people had become refugees. The War of 1948 resulted in the division of Jerusalem, so that the Old World City lay entirely on the Jordanian side of the line. A no-man's land between East and West Jerusalem came into being in November 1948. Moshe Dayan commander of the Israeli forces in Jerusalem, met with his Jordanian counterpart, Abdullah al-Tel, in a deserted house in Jerusalem's Masarara neighborhood and marked out their respective positions. Israel's position in red and Jordan's in green. This rough map, which was not meant as an official one, became the final line in the 1949 armistice agreements, which divided the city and left Mount Scopus as an Israeli exclave inside East Jerusalem. Barbed wire and concrete barriers ran down the center of the city, passing close by Jaffa Gate on the western side of the Old Walled City, and a crossing point was established at Mandelbaum Gate, slightly to the north of the Old World City. Military skirmishes frequently threatened the ceasefire. After the establishment of the State of Israel, Jerusalem was declared its capital city. Jordan formally annexed East Jerusalem in 1950, subjecting it to Jordanian law, and in 1953 declared it the quote-unquote second capital of Jordan. Only the United Kingdom and Pakistan formally recognized such annexation, which in regard to Jerusalem was on a de facto basis. Some scholars argue that the view that Pakistan recognized Jordan's annexation is dubious. After 1948, since the Old Walled City, in its entirety, was to the east of the Armistice Line, Jordan was able to take control of all the holy places therein. While Muslim holy sites were maintained and renovated, contrary to the terms of the Armistice Agreement, Jews were denied access to Jewish holy sites many of which were destroyed or desecrated. Jordan allowed only very limited access to Christian holy sites, and restrictions were imposed on the Christian population that led many to leave the city. 
Of the 58 synagogues in the Old City, half were either razed or converted to stables and hen houses over the course of the next 19 years, including the Huvra and the Tiferet Israel Synagogue. The 3,000-year-old Mount of Olives Jewish Cemetery was desecrated, with gravestones used to build roads, latrines, and Jordanian army fortifications. 38,000 graves in the Jewish cemetery were destroyed, and Jews were forbidden from being buried there. The Western Wall was transformed into an exclusively Muslim holy site associated with Al-Barak. Israeli authorities neglected the, to protect the tombs in the Muslim Mamila Cemetery in West Jerusalem, which contains the remains of figures from the early Islamic period, facilitating the creation of a parking lot and public lavatories in 1964. Many other historic and religiously significant buildings were demolished and replaced by modern structures during the Jordanian occupation. During this period, the Dome of the Rock and Al-Aqsa Mosque underwent major renovations. During the 1948 rule, the Jewish residents of Eastern Jerusalem were expelled by Jordan's Arab Legion. Jordan allowed Arab-Palestinian refugees from the war to settle in the vacated Jewish quarter, which became known as Harat al-Sharaf. In 1966, the Jordanian authorities relocated 500 of them to the Shuafat refugee camp as part of plans to turn the Jewish quarter into a public park. Israeli Rule, 1967 to present. In 1967, Despite Israeli pleas that Jordan remain neutral during the Six-Day War, Jordan, which had concluded a defense agreement with Egypt on May 30, 1967, attacked Israeli-held West Jerusalem on the war's second day. After hand-to-hand -hand fighting between Israeli and Jordanian soldiers on the Temple Mount, the Israel Defense Forces captured East Jerusalem, along with the entire West Bank. On the 27th of June, 1967, three weeks after the war ended, in the reunification of Jerusalem, Israel extended its law and jurisdiction to East Jerusalem, including the city's Christian and Muslim holy sites, along with some nearby West Bank territory, which comprised 28 Palestinian villages, incorporating it into the Jerusalem municipality. Although it carefully avoided using the term annexation, on the 10th of July, Foreign Minister Abba Iban explained to the UN Secretary General, quote, The term annexation, which was used by supporters of the vote, is not accurate. The steps that were taken by Israel relate to the integration of Jerusalem in administrative and municipal areas and served as a legal basis for the protection of the holy places of Jerusalem, end quote. Israel conducted a consensus of Arab residents in the areas annexed. Residents were given permanent residency status and the option of applying for Israeli citizenship. Since 1967, new Jewish residential areas have mushroomed in the eastern sector, while no new Palestinian neighborhoods have been created. Jewish and Christian access to the holy sites inside the Old Walled City was restored. Israel left the Temple Mount under the jurisdiction of an Islamic waqaf but opened the Western Wall to Jewish access. The Moroccan Quarter, which was located adjacent to the Western Wall, was evacuated and raised to make way for a plaza for those visiting the wall. 
on the 18th of April, 1968, expropriation ordered by the Israeli Ministry of Finance more than doubled the size of the Jewish Quarter, evicting its Arab residents and seizing over 700 buildings, of which 105 belonged to the Jewish inhabitants prior to the Jordanian occupation of the city. The order designated these areas for public use, but they were intended for Jews alone. The government offered 200 Jordanian dinars to each displaced Arab family. After the Six-Day War, the population of Jerusalem increased by 196%. The Jewish population grew by 155%, while the Arab population grew by 314%. The proportion of the Jewish population fell from 74% in 1967 to 72% in 1980, to 68% in 2000, and to 64% in 2010. Israeli Agriculture Minister Ariel Sharon proposed building a ring of Jewish neighborhoods around the city's eastern edges. The plan was intended to make East Jerusalem more Jewish and prevent it from becoming part of an urban Palestinian bloc stretching from Bethlehem to Ramallah. On the 2nd of October 1977, the Israeli cabinet approved the plan, and seven neighborhoods were subsequently built on the city's eastern edges. They became known as the Ring Neighborhoods. Other Jewish neighborhoods were built within East Jerusalem, and Israeli Jews also settled in Arab neighborhoods. The annexation of East Jerusalem was met with international criticism. The Israeli Foreign Ministry disputes that the annexation of Jerusalem was a violation of international law, and the final status of Jerusalem has been one of the most important areas of discord between Palestinian and Israeli negotiators for peace. Areas of discord have included whether the Palestinian flag can be raised over areas of Palestinian custodianship and the specificity of Israeli and Palestinian territorial borders. Political status. International status. While the international community regards East Jerusalem, including the entire Old City, as part of the occupied Palestinian territories, neither part, West or East Jerusalem, is recognized as part of the territory of Israel or the State of Palestine. Under the United Nations Partition Plan for Palestine, adopted by the General Assembly of the United Nations in 1947, Jerusalem was envisioned to become a corpus separatum, administered by the United Nations. In the War of 1948, the western part of the city was occupied by forces of the nascent state of Israel, while the eastern part of, was occupied by Jordan. The international community largely considers the legal status of Jerusalem to derive from the partition plan and correspondingly refuses to recognize Israeli sovereignty over the city. Status under Israeli rule Following the 1967 Six-Day War, Israel extended its jurisdiction and administration over East Jerusalem, establishing new municipal borders. In 2010, Israel approved legislation giving Jerusalem the highest national priority status in Israel. The law prioritized construction throughout the city and offered grants and tax benefits to residents to make housing infrastructure, education, employment, business, tourism, and cultural events more affordable. Communications Minister Moshe Kalan said that the bill sent a, quote, a clear, unequivocal political message 
that Jerusalem will not be divided, end quote, and that, quote, all those within the Palestinian and international community who expect the current Israeli government to accept any demands regarding Israel's sovereignty over its capital are mistaken and misleading, end quote. The status of the city, and especially its holy places, remaining a core issue in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. The Israeli government has approved building plans in the Muslim quarter of the old city in order to expand the Jewish presence in East Jerusalem. While some Islamic leaders have made claims that Jews have no historical connection to Jerusalem, alleging that the 2,500-year-old Western Wall was constructed as part of a mosque, Palestinians regard Jerusalem as the capital of the state of Palestine, and the city's borders have been the subject of bilateral talks. A team of experts assembled by then-Israeli Prime Minister Ehud Barak in 2000 concluded that the city must be divided since Israel had failed to achieve any of its national aims there. However, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said in 2014 that, quote, Jerusalem will never be divided, end quote. A poll conducted in June 2013 found that 74% of Israeli Jews reject the idea of a Palestinian capital in any portion of Jerusalem, though 72% of the public regarded it as a divided city. A poll conducted by Palestinian Center for Public Opinion and American Pector Middle East Polls for the Council on Foreign Relations among East Jerusalem Arab residents in 2011 revealed that 39% of East Jerusalem Arab residents would prefer Israeli citizenship, contrary to 31% who opted for Palestinian citizenship. According to the poll, 40% of Palestinian residents would prefer to leave their neighborhoods if they would be placed under Palestinian rule. Jerusalem as Capital Capital of Israel On the 5th of December, 1949, Israel's first Prime Minister, David Ben-Gurion, proclaimed Jerusalem as Israel's eternal and sacred capital, and eight days later specified that only war had compelled the Israeli leadership to establish the seat of government in Tel Aviv. While for the state of Israel there has always been and always will be one capital city only, Jerusalem the Eternal, and that after the war efforts had been ongoing for creating the conditions for the Knesset returning to Jerusalem. This indeed took place, and since the beginning of 1950 all branches of the Israeli government, legislative, judicial, and executive, have resided there, except for the Ministry of Defense, which is located in Hakira in Tel Aviv. At the time of Ben-Gurion's proclamation and the ensuing Knesset vote of the 24th of January 1950, Jerusalem was divided between Israel and Jordan, and thus only West Jerusalem was proclaimed Israel's capital. In July 1980, Israel passed the Jerusalem Law as basic law. The law declared Jerusalem the quote-unquote complete and united capital of Israel. The basic law, Jerusalem, capital of Israel, is a major reason for the international community not to recognize Jerusalem as Israel's capital. The United Nations Security Council passed Resolution 478 on the 20th of August 1980, which declared that the basic law is quote-unquote a violation of international law, is null and void and must be rescinded forthwith.
member states were called upon to withdraw their diplomatic representation from Jerusalem. Following the resolution, 22 of the 24 countries that previously had their embassy in West Jerusalem relocated them to Tel Aviv, where many embassies already resided prior to Resolution 478. Costa Rica and El Salvador followed in 2006. Currently, there are no embassies located within the city limits of Jerusalem, although there are two consulates in the city and two Latin American states maintain embassies in the Jerusalem district town of Mavezaret Zion. There are a number of consulates general located in Jerusalem, which work primarily either with Israel or the Palestinian authorities. In 1995, the United States Congress passed the Jerusalem Embassy Act, which required, subject to conditions, that its embassy be moved from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. On December 6, 2017, U.S. President Donald Trump officially recognized Jerusalem as Israel's capital and announced his intention to move the American embassy to Jerusalem. Due to the non-recognition of Jerusalem as Israel's capital, some non-Israeli press used Tel Aviv as a metonym for Israel. In April 2017, the Russian Foreign Ministry announced it viewed Western Jerusalem as Israel's capital in the context of UN-approved principles, which include the status of East Jerusalem as the capital of the future Palestinian state. In December 2017, President Donald Trump also formally recognized Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, reversing decades of the United States policy on the issue. The move was widely criticized, except by Israel. Capital of Palestine The Palestinian National Authority views East Jerusalem as occupied territory according to United Nations Security Council Resolution 242. The Palestinian Authority claims Jerusalem, including the Haram al-Sharaf, as the capital of the state of Palestine. The PLO claims that West Jerusalem is also subject to permanent status negotiations. However, it has stated that it would be willing to consider alternative solutions, such as making Jerusalem an open city. The PLO's current position is that East Jerusalem, as defined by the pre-1967 municipal boundaries, shall be the capital of Palestine and West Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, with each state enjoying full sovereignty over its respective part of the city and with its own municipality. A joint development council would be responsible for coordinated development. Some states, such as Russia and China, recognize the Palestinian state with East Jerusalem as its capital. United Nations General Assembly Resolution 58-292 affirmed that the Palestinian people have the right to sovereignty over East Jerusalem. Government Precinct and National Institutions Many national institutions of Israel are located in Kirat HaMemshalat in Givat Ram in Jerusalem as a part of the Kirat HaLiam project which is intended to create a large district that will house most government agencies and national cultural institutions. Some government buildings are located in Kirat Menchem Begin. The city is home to the Knesset, the Supreme Court, the Bank of Israel, the national headquarters of the Israel Police, the official residence of the President and the Prime Minister, the Cabinet, and all ministries except for the Ministry of Defense, which is located in central Tel Aviv's Haikira district and the Ministry of Agriculture and Rural Development, which is located in Tel Aviv suburb of Rishon Le 
Zion, nearby Beit Dagon. Prior to the creation of the State of Israel, Jerusalem served as the administrative capital of Mandatory Palestine, which included present-day Israel and Jordan. From 1949 until 1967, West Jerusalem served as Israel's capital, but was not recognized as such internationally because UN General Assembly Resolution 194 envisioned Jerusalem as an international city. As a result of the Six-Day War in 1967, the whole of Jerusalem came under Israeli control. On the 27th of June, 1967, the government of Levi Eshkol extended Israeli law and jurisdiction to East Jerusalem, but agreed that administration of the Temple Mount compound would be maintained by the Jordanian Wakaf under the Jordanian Ministry of Religious Endowments. In 1988, Israel ordered the closure of Orient House, home of the Arab Studies Society, but also the headquarters of the Palestinian Liberation Organization for security reasons. The building reopened in 1992 as a Palestinian guest house. The Oslo Accords stated that the final status of Jerusalem would be determined by negotiations with the Palestinian Authority. The Accords banned any official Palestinian presence in the city until a final peace agreement but provided for the opening of a Palestinian trade office in East Jerusalem. The Palestinian Authority regards East Jerusalem as the capital of a future Palestinian state. President Mohammed Abbas has said that any agreement that did not include East Jerusalem as the capital of Palestine would be unacceptable. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has similarly stated that Jerusalem would remain the undivided capital of Israel. Due to its proximity to the city, especially the Temple Mount, Abu Dis, a Palestinian suburb of Jerusalem, has been proposed as the future capital of a Palestinian state by Israel. Israel has not incorporated Abu Dis within its security wall around Jerusalem. The Palestinian Authority has built a possible future parliament building for the Palestinian Legislative Council in the town, and its Jerusalem Affairs offices are all located in Abu Dis. Municipal Administration the Jerusalem City Council is a body of 31 elected members headed by the mayor, who serves a five-year term and appoints eight deputies. The former mayor of Jerusalem, Yuri Lopolinsky, was elected in 2003. In the, the November 2008 city elections, Nir Barakat came out as the winner and is now the mayor. Apart from the mayor and his deputies, city council members receive no salaries and work on a voluntary basis. The longest-serving Jerusalem mayor was Teddy Kolek, who spent 28 years, six consecutive terms, in office. Most of the meetings of the Jerusalem City Council are private, but each month it holds a session that is open to the public. Within the City Council, religious political parties form an especially powerful faction, accounting for the majority of its seats. The headquarters of the Jerusalem municipality and the mayor's office are at Safra Square, on Jaffa Road. The municipal complex, comprising two modern buildings and ten renovated historic buildings surrounding a large plaza, opened in 1993 moved from the Jerusalem Historical City Hall building. The city falls under the Jerusalem District, with Jerusalem as the district's capital. 37% of the population is, po is Palestinian, but only 10% of tax revenues are allocated for them. In East Jerusalem, 52% of the land is excluded from development, 35% designated for Jewish settlements, 
and 13% for Palestinian use, almost all of which is already built on. Geography. Jerusalem is situated on the southern spur of a plateau in the Judean mountains, which include the Mount of Olives and Mount Scopus. The elevation of the old city is approximately 760 meters, 2,490 feet. The whole of Jerusalem is surrounded by valleys and dry riverbeds. The Kidron, Hinnom, and Tyroponian valleys intersect in an area just south of the old city of Jerusalem. The Kidron Valley runs to the east of the Old City and separates the Mount of Olives from the city proper. Along the southern side of Old Jerusalem is the Valley of Hinnom, a steep ravine associated in Biblical eschatology with the concept of Gehenna or Hell. The Tyrophian Valley, commenced in the northwest near the Damascus Gate, ran south-southeasterly through the center of the Old City down to the Pool of Siloam and divided the lower part into two hills, the Temple Mount to the east and the rest of the city to the west, the lower and the upper cities described by Josephias. Today, this valley is hidden by debris that has accumulated over the centuries. In biblical times, Jerusalem was surrounded by forests of almond, olive, and pine trees. Over centuries of warfare and neglect, these forests were destroyed. Farmers in the Jerusalem region thus built stone terraces along the slopes to hold back the soil, a feature still very much in evidence in the Jerusalem landscape. Water supply has always been a major problem in Jerusalem, as is attested to by the intricate network of ancient aqueducts, tunnels, pools, and cisterns found in the city. Jerusalem is 60 kilometers, 37 miles, east of Tel Aviv and the Mediterranean Sea. On the opposite side of the city, approximately 35 kilometers, 22 miles away is the Dead Sea, the lowest body of water on earth. Neighboring cities and towns include Bethlehem and Biet Jala to the south, Abudiz and Malaya Adumin to the east, Mevarezit Zion to the west, and Ramallah and Givet at Ziev to the north. Mount Herzl to the western side of the city near the Jerusalem forest serves as the national cemetery of Israel. Climate the city is characterized by a hot summer Mediterranean climate, with hot dry summers and mild wet winters. Snow flurries usually occur once or twice a winter, although the city experiences heavy snowfall every three to four years on average, with short-lived accumulation. January is the coldest month of the year with an average temperature of 9.1 degrees Celsius or 48.4 degrees Fahrenheit. July and August are the hottest months, with an average temperature of 24.2 degrees Celsius, or 75.6 degrees Fahrenheit. The summer months are usually rainless. The average annual precipitation is around 537 millimeters, or 21 inches, with rain occurring almost entirely between October and May. Snowfall is rare, and large snowfalls are even more rare. Jerusalem received over 30 centimeters, 12 inches of snow, on the 13th of December 2013, which nearly paralyzed the city. A day in Jerusalem has, on average, 9.3 sunshine hours, with summer is averaging similar temperatures as the coastline. The maritime influence from the Mediterranean Sea is strong, in particular given that Jerusalem is located on a similar latitude as scorching hot deserts not far to its east. The highest recorded temperature in Jerusalem 
was 44.4 degrees Celsius, 111.9 degrees Fahrenheit, on the 28th and 30th of August, 1881, and the lowest temperature recorded was negative 6.7 degrees Celsius, or 19.9 degrees Fahrenheit, on the 25th of January, 1907. Most of the air pollution in Jerusalem comes from vehicular traffic. Many main streets in Jerusalem were not built to accommodate such a large volume of traffic, leading to traffic congestion and more carbon monoxide released into the air. Industrial pollution inside the city is sparse, but emissions from factories in the Israeli Mediterranean coast can travel eastward and settle over the city. Demographics Demographic History Jerusalem population size and composition has shifted many times over its 5,000-year history. Since medieval times, the old city of Jerusalem has been divided into Jewish, Muslim, Christian, and Armenian quarters. Most population data pre-1905 is based on estimates, often from foreign travelers or organizations, since previous consensus data usually covered wider areas, such as the Jerusalem district. These estimates suggest that since the end of the Crusades, Muslims formed the largest group in Jerusalem until the mid-19th century. Between 1838 and 1876, a number of estimates exist which conflict as to whether Jews or Muslims were the largest group during this period, and between 1882 and 1922, estimates conflict as to exactly when Jews became a majority of the population. Current Demographics In December 2007, Jerusalem had a population of 747,600 people. 64% were Jewish, 32% Muslim, and 2% Christian. At the end of 2005, the population density was 5,750.4 per squared kilometer, 14,893 per square mile. According to a study published in 2000, the percentage of Jews in the city's population had been decreasing. This was attributed to a higher Muslim birth rate and Jewish residents leaving. The study also found that about 9% of the old city's 32,488 people were Jews. Of the Jewish population, 200,000 live in East Jerusalem, settlements which are considered illegal under international law. In 2005, 2,850 new immigrants settled in Jerusalem, mostly from the United States, France, and the former Soviet Union. In terms of the local population, the number of outgoing residents exceeds the number of incoming residents. In 2005, 16,000 left Jerusalem and only 10,000 moved in. Nevertheless, the population of Jerusalem continues to rise due to the high birth rate, especially in the Haredi, Jewish, and Arab communities. Consequently, the total fertility rate in Jerusalem, 4.02, is higher than, Tel than in Tel Aviv, 1.98, and well above the national average of 2.90. The average size of Jerusalem's 180,000 households is 3.8 people. In 2005, the total population grew by 13,000, 1.8%, similar to the Israeli national average but the religious and ethnic composition is shifting. While 31% of the Jewish population is made up of children below the age of 15, the figure for the Arab population is 42%. 
This would seem to corroborate the observation that the percentage of Jews in Jerusalem has declined over the past four decades. In 1967, Jews accounted for 74% of the population, while the figure for 2006 is down 9%. Possible factors are the high cost of housing, fewer job opportunities, and the increasingly religious character of the city, although proportionately, young Haredim are leaving in higher numbers. The percentage of secular Jews, or those who wear their faith lightly, is dropping, with some 20,000 leaving the city over the past seven years, 2012. They now number 31% of the population, the same percentage as the rising ultra-Orthodox population. Many move to the suburbs and coastal cities in search of cheaper housing and a more secular lifestyle. In 2009, the percentage of Haredim in the city was increasing. As of 2009, out of 150,100 school children, 59,900, or 40%, are in state-run secular and national religious schools, while 90,200, or 60%, are in Haredi schools. This correlates with the high number of children in Haredi families. While some Israelis avoid Jerusalem for its relative lack of development and religious and political tensions, the city has attracted Palestinians, offering more jobs and opportunity than any city in the West Bank or Gaza Strip. Palestinian officials have encouraged Arabs over the years to stay in the city to maintain their claim. Palestinians are attracted to the access to jobs, healthcare, social security, other benefits, and quality of life Israel provides to Jerusalem residents. Arab residents of Jerusalem who choose not to have Israeli citizenship are granted an Israeli identity card that allows them to pass through checkpoints with relative ease and to travel throughout Israel, making it easier to find work. Residents also are entitled to the subsidized health care and social security benefits Israel provides its citizens and have the right to vote in municipal elections. Arabs in Jerusalem can send their children to Israeli-run schools although not every neighborhood has one, and universities. Israeli doctors and highly regarded hospitals such as Hadassah Medical Center are available to residents. Demographics and the Jewish-Arab population divide play a major role in the dispute over Jerusalem. Demographics and the Jewish-Arab population divide play a major role in the dispute over Jerusalem. In 1998, the Jerusalem Development Authority proposed expanding city limits to the west to include more areas heavily populated with Jews. Within the past few years, there has been a steady increase in the Jewish birth rate and a steady decrease in the Arab birth rate. In May 2012, it was reported that the Jewish birth rate had overtaken the Arab birth rate. Currently, the city's birth rate stands about 4.2 children per Jewish family and 3.9 children per Arab family. In addition, increasing numbers of Jewish immigrants choose to settle in Jerusalem. In the past few years, thousands of Palestinians have moved to previously fully Jewish neighborhoods of East Jerusalem, built after the 1967 Six-Day War. In 2007, 1,300 Palestinians lived in the previously exclusively Jewish neighborhood of Pisgat Ziev and constituted 3% of the population in Niev Yaakov. In the French Hill neighborhood, Palestinians today constitute one-sixth of the overall population. At the end of 2008, the population of East Jerusalem 
was 456,300, comprising 60% of Jerusalem's residents. Of these, 195,500, 43% are Jews, comprising 40% of the Jewish population of Jerusalem as a whole. 260,800, 57% are Muslims, comprising 98% of the Muslim population of Jerusalem. In 2008, the Palestinian Central Bureau of Statistics reported the number of Palestinians living in Jerusalem was 208,000, according to a recently completed census. Jerusalem's Jewish population is overwhelmingly religious. Only 21% of Jewish residents are secular. In addition, Harari Jews comprise 30% of the city's adult Jewish population. In a phenomenon seen rarely around the world, the percentage of Jewish men who work, 47%, is exceeded by the percentage of Jewish women who work, 50%. The young and less religious continue to leave according to a 2016 Central Bureau of Statistics report, which noted 6,740 people left. The opening of high-speed rail transit to Tel Aviv next year and the new Jerusalem Gateway Business District, currently under construction, is designed to alter business, tourism, and hopefully reverse the population exodus. Jerusalem had a population of 801,000 in 2011, of which Jews comprised 497,000, 62%, Muslims 281,000, 31%, Christians 14,000, around 2%, and 9,000, 1%, were not classified by religion. Urban Planning Issues Critics of efforts to promote a Jewish majority in Jerusalem say that government planning policies are motivated by demographic considerations and seek to limit Arab construction while promoting Jewish construction. According to a World Bank report, the number of recorded building violations between 1996 and 2000 was four and a half times higher in Jewish neighborhoods but four times fewer demolition orders were issued in West Jerusalem than in East Jerusalem. Arabs in Jerusalem were less likely to receive construction permits than Jews, and, quote, the authorities are much more likely to take action against Palestinian violators, end quote, than Jewish violators with, of the permit process. In recent years, private Jewish foundations have received permission from the government to develop projects on disputed lands, such as the City of David Archaeological Park, in the 60% Arab neighborhood of Silwan, adjacent to the Old City, and the Museum of Tolerance on Mamilla Cemetery, adjacent to Zion Square. Religious Significance Jerusalem has been sacred to Judaism for roughly 3,000 years, to Christianity for around 2,000 years, and to Islam for approximately 1,400 years. The 2000 Statistical Yearbook of Jerusalem lists 1,204 synagogues, 158 churches, and 73 mosques within the city. Despite efforts to maintain peaceful religious coexistence, some sites, such as the Temple Mount, have been a continuous source of friction and controversy. Jerusalem has been sacred to the Jews since King David proclaimed it his capital in the 10th century BCE. Jerusalem was the site of Solomon's Temple and the Second Temple. Although not mentioned in the Torah slash Pentateuch, it is mentioned in the Bible 632 times. Today, the Western Wall, a remnant of the wall surrounding the Second Temple, is a Jewish holy site second only to the Holy of Holies on the Temple Mount itself.
Synagogues around the world are traditionally built with the Holy Ark facing Jerusalem, and arcs within Jerusalem face the Holy of Holies, as prescribed in the Mishnah and codified in the Shul Chan Aruch. Daily prayers are recited while facing towards Jerusalem and the Temple Mount. Many Jews have Mizrach plaques hung on a wall of their homes to indicate the direction of prayer. Christianity reveres Jerusalem for its Old Testament history and also for its significance in the life of Jesus. According to the New Testament, Jesus was brought to Jerusalem soon after his birth and later in his life cleansed the Second Temple. The Cenacle, believed to be the site of Jesus' Last Supper, is located on Mount Zion, in the same building that houses the tomb of King David. Another prominent Christian site in Jerusalem is Golgotha, the site of the crucifixion. The Gospel of John describes it as being located outside Jerusalem, but recent archaeological evidence suggests Golgotha is a short distance from the old city walls, within the present-day confines of the city. The land currently occupied by the Church of the Holy Sepulchre is considered one of the top candidates for Golgotha and thus has been a Christian pilgrimage site for the past 2,000 years. Jerusalem is the third holiest city in Sunni Islam. For approximately a year, before it was permanently switched to the Kaaba in Mecca, the Qibla direction of prayer for Muslims was Jerusalem. The city's lasting place in Islam, however, is primarily due to Muhammad's Night of Ascension, CE 620. Muslims believe Muhammad was miraculously transported one night from Mecca to the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, whereupon he ascended to heaven to meet previous prophets of Islam. The first verse in the Quran Surat al-Isra notes the destination of Muhammad's journey as al-Aqsa, the farthest mosque, in reference to the location in Jerusalem. The Hadith, the recorded sayings of the Prophet Muhammad, named Jerusalem as the location of the Al-Aqsa Mosque. The Al-Aqsa Mosque, derived from the name mentioned in the Quran, was built on the Temple Mount under the Umayyad Caliph Al-Walid to commemorate the place from which Muslims believe Muhammad ascended to heaven. Economy Historically, Jerusalem's economy was supported almost exclusively by religious pilgrims. It was located far from the major ports of Jaffa and Gaza. Jerusalem's religious and cultural landmarks today remain the top draw for foreign visitors, with the majority of tourists visiting the Western Wall and the Old City. In 2010, Jerusalem was named the top leisure travel city in Africa and the Middle East by Travel and Leisure magazine. In 2013, 75% of the 3.5 million tourists to Israel visited Jerusalem. In 2013, 75% of the 3.5 million tourists to Israel visited Jerusalem. Since the establishment of the State of Israel, the national government has remained a major player in Jerusalem's economy. The government, centered in Jerusalem, generates a large number of jobs and offers subsidies and incentives for new businesses, and initiatives, and startups. Although Tel Aviv remains Israel's financial center, a growing number of high-tech companies are moving to Jerusalem, providing 12,000 jobs in 2006. Northern Jerusalem's Har Hatzvim Industrial Park and the Jerusalem Technology Park in South Jerusalem are home to large research and development centers for, of international tech companies, among them Intel, Cisco, Teva Pharmaceutical Industries, IBM, Mobileye, Johnson & Johnson, Medtronic, and more. 
In April 2015, Time Magazine picked Jerusalem as one of the five emerging tech hubs in the world, proclaiming that, quote, the city has become a flourishing center for biomed, clean tech, internet slash mobile startups, accelerators, investors, and supporting service providers, end quote. Higher than average percentages are employed in education, 17.9% versus 12.7%. Healthcare and welfare, 12.6% versus 10.7%. Community and social services, 6.4% versus 4.7%. Hotels and restaurants, 6.1% versus 4.7%. And public administration, 8.2% versus 4.7%. During the British mandate, a law was passed requiring all buildings to be constructed of Jerusalem stone in order to preserve the unique historic and aesthetic character of the city. Complementing this building code, which is still in force, is the discouragement of heavy industry in Jerusalem. Only 2.2% of Jerusalem's land is zoned for industrial and infrastructure. By comparison, the percentage of land in Tel Aviv zoned for industrial and infrastructure is twice as high, and and Haifa seven times as high. Only 8.5% of the Jerusalem district workforce is employed in the manufacturing sector, which is half the national average, 15.8%. Although many statistics indicate economic growth in the city, since 1967, East Jerusalem has lagged behind the development of West Jerusalem. Nevertheless, the percentage of households with employed persons is higher for Arab households, 76.1%, than for Jewish households, 66.8%. The unemployment rate in Jerusalem, 8.3%, is slightly better than the national average of 9%. Although the civilian labor force accounted for less than half of all persons 15 years or older, lower in comparison to that of Tel Aviv, 58%, and Haifa, 52.4%. Poverty remains a problem in the city, as 37% of the families in Jerusalem lived in 2011 below the poverty line. According to a report by the Association for Civil Rights in Israel, ACRI, 78% of Arabs in Jerusalem lived in poverty in 2012, up from 64% in 2006. While the ACRI attributes the increase to the lack of employment opportunities, infrastructure, and a worsening educational system, Ir Amin blames the legal status of Palestinians in Jerusalem. High-rise construction. Jerusalem has traditionally had a low-rise skyline. About 18 tall buildings were built at different times in the downtown area when there was no clear policy over the matter. One of them, Holy Land Tower 1, Jerusalem's tallest building, is a skyscraper by international standards, rising 32 stories. Holy Land Tower 2, which has been approved for construction, will reach the same height. A new master plan for the city will see many high-rise buildings, including skyscrapers built in certain designated areas of downtown Jerusalem. Under the plan, towers will line Jaffa Road and King George Street. One of the proposed towers along King George Street, the Migdal Kaz Yakim, is planned as a 65-story building, which would make it one of the tallest buildings in Israel. At the entrance of the city, near the Jerusalem Cords Bridge, and the central bus station, 12 towers rising between 24 and, 34 and 33 stories will be built as part of a complex that will also include an open square and an underground train station, 
serving a new express line between Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, and will be connected by bridges and underground tunnels. Eleven of the skyscrapers will be either office or apartment buildings, and one will be a 2,000-room hotel. The complex is expected to attract many businesses from Tel Aviv and become the city's main business hub. In addition, a complex for the city's courts and the prosecutor's office will be built, as well as new buildings for central Zionist archives and the Israel State Archives. The skyscrapers built throughout the city are expected to contain public space, shops, restaurants, and entertainment venues, and it has been speculated that this may lead to a revitalization of downtown Jerusalem. In August 2015, the City Council approved construction of a 344-foot pyramid-shaped skyscraper designed by Daniel Libskid in, and Eagle Levy in place of a rejected previous design by Libskid. It is set to break ground by 2019. Transportation Jerusalem is served by a highly developed communication infrastructures, making it a leading logistics hub for Israel. Jerusalem Central Bus Station, located on Jaffa Road, is the busiest bus station in Israel. It is served by Egged Bus Corporation, which is the second largest bus company in the world. The Dan serves the Benai Brak Jerusalem route along with Egged and Superbus. serves the routes between Jerusalem, Muradin, Makabid, Riyut. The companies operate from Jerusalem Central Bus Station. Arab neighborhoods in East Jerusalem and routes between Jerusalem and locations in the West Bank are served by the East Jerusalem Central Bus Station, a transportation hub located near the Old City's Damascus Gate. The Jerusalem Light Rail initiated service in August 2011. According to plans, the first rail line will be capable of transporting an estimated 200,000 people daily and has 23 stops. The route is from Pisgate Ziev to the north in the north via the Old City and the city center in Mount Herzl in the south to Mount Herzl in the south. Another work in progress is a new high-speed rail line from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem which is scheduled to be completed in 2017. Its terminus will be a new underground station, 80 meters, 262.47 feet deep, serving the International Convention Center and the Central Bus Station and is planned to be extended eventually to Mala Station. Israel Railways operates train services to the Mala train station from Tel Aviv via Biat Shemesh. Begin Expressway is one of Jerusalem's major north-south thoroughfares. It runs on the western side of the city, merging in the north with Route 443, which continues toward Tel Aviv. Route 60 runs through the center of the city near the Green Line between East and West Jerusalem. Construction is progressing on parts of a 35-kilometer, 22-mile ring road around the city, fostering faster connection between the suburbs. The eastern half of the project was conceptualized decades ago, but reaction to the proposed highway is still mixed. Jerusalem is served by Ben Gurion Airport, some 50 kilometers, 31 miles northwest of the Jerusalem on the route to Tel Aviv. In the past, it was also served by the local Atrat Airport. Adarat ceased operation in the year 2000. Education Jerusalem is home to several prestigious universities offering courses in Hebrew, Arabic, and English. Founded in 1925, the Hebrew University of Jerusalem 
has been ranked among the top 100 schools in the world. The Board of Governors has included such prominent Jewish intellectuals as Albert Einstein and Sigmund Freud. The university has produced several Nobel laureates. Recent winners associated with the Hebrew University include Ivram Hareshko, David Gross, and Daniel Kahneman. One of the university's major assets is the Jewish National and University Library, which houses over 5 million books. The library opened in 1892, over three decades before the university was established, and is one of the world's largest repositories of books on Jewish subjects. Today, it is both the central library of the university and the national library of Israel. The Hebrew University operates three campuses in Jerusalem, on Mount Scopus, on Gavet Ram, and a medical campus at the Hadassah Ein Karim Hospital. The Academy of Hebrew Language are located in the Hebrew University in Gavet Ram, and the Israel Academy of Sciences and Humanities located near the President's House. Alquid's University was established in 1984 to serve as a flagship university for the Arab and Palestinian peoples. It describes itself as the only Arab university in Jerusalem. New York Bard College and Al-Kids University agreed to an open joint college in a building originally built to house the Palestinian Legislative Council in Yasser al-Arafat's office. The college gives Masters of Arts in teaching degrees. Al-Quds University resides southeast of the city proper on a 190,000 square meters, 47 acres, Abudis campus. Other institutions of higher learning in Jerusalem are the Jerusalem Academy of Music and Dance and Bezalel Academy of Art and Design, whose buildings are located on the campuses of the Hebrew University. The Jerusalem College of Technology, founded in 1969, combines training in engineering and other high-tech industries with a Jewish studies program. It is one of many schools in Jerusalem, from elementary school and up, that combine secular and religious studies. Numerous religious educational institutions and yeshivot, including some of the most prestigious yeshivas, among them the Brisk Chevron, Midrash Shamel, and Mir, are based in the city, with the Mir yeshiva claiming to be the largest. There are nearly 8,000 12th grade students in Hebrew language schools during the 2003-2004 to school year. However, due to the large portion of students in Harari Jewish frameworks, only 55% of 12th graders took matriculation exams backward. Only 37% were eligible to graduate. Unlike public schools, many Harari schools do not prepare students to take standardized tests. To attract more university students to Jerusalem, the city has begun to offer a special package of financial incentives and housing subsidies to students who rent apartments in downtown Jerusalem. Schools for Arabs in Jerusalem and other parts of Israel have been criticized for offering a lower quality education than those catering to Israeli Jewish students. While many schools in the heavily Arab East Jerusalem are filled to capacity and there have been complaints of overcrowding, the Jerusalem municipality is currently building over a dozen new schools in the city's Arab neighborhoods. Schools in Ras al-Ahmad and Umm Lizan opened in 2008, 
In March 2007, the Israeli government approved a five-year plan to build 8,000 new classrooms in the city, 40% in the Arab sector and 28% in the Haradi sector. A budget of 4.6 billion shekels was allocated for this project. In 2008, Jewish British philanthropists donated $3 million for the construction of schools for Arabs in East Jerusalem. Arab high school students take the Bagrat matriculation exams so that much of their curriculum parallels that of other Israeli high schools and includes certain Jewish subjects. Culture Although Jerusalem is known primarily for its religious significance, the city is also home to many artistic and cultural venues. The Israel Museum attracts nearly one million visitors a year, approximately one-third of them tourists. The 20-acre, or 81,000 square meters, museum complex comprises several buildings featuring special exhibits and extensive collections of Judaica, archaeological findings, and Israeli and European art. The Dead Sea Scrolls, discovered in the mid-20th century in the Kuman Caves near the Dead Sea, are housed in the museum's Shrine of the Book. Next to the Israel Museum is the Bible Lands Museum, near the National Campus for the Archaeology of Israel which includes the Israel Antiquities Authority offices. A World Bible Center is planned to be built adjacent to Mount Zion at a site called the Bible Hill. A planned World Kabbalah Center is to be located on the nearby promenade, overlooking the old city. The Youth Wing, which mounts changing exhibits and runs an extensive art education program, is visited by 100,000 children a year. The museum has a large outdoor sculpture garden and a scale model of the Second Temple. The Rockefeller Museum, located in East Jerusalem, was the first archaeological museum in the Middle East. It was built in 1938 during the British Mandate. The National Cemetery of Israel is located at the city's western edge, near the Jerusalem Forest on Mount Herzl. The western extension of Mount Herzl is the Mount of Remembrance where the main Holocaust Museum of Israel is located. Yad Vashem, Israel's national memorial to the victims of the Holocaust, houses the world's largest library of Holocaust-related information. It houses an estimated 100,000 books and articles. The complex contains a state-of-the-art museum that explores the genocide of the Jews through exhibits that focus on the personal stories of individuals and families killed in the Holocaust. An art gallery featuring the work of artists who perished is also present. Further, Yad Vashem commemorates the 1.5 million Jewish children murdered by the Nazis and honors the righteous among the nations. The Museum on the Seam, which explores issues of coexistence through art, is situated on the road dividing eastern and western Jerusalem. The Jerusalem Symphony Orchestra, established in the 1940s, has appeared around the world. The International Convention Center, Binyani Hayuma, near the entrance to city houses the Israel Philharmonic Orchestra. The Jerusalem Cinematique, the Gerard Bayer Center, formerly Biet Hayam, in downtown Jerusalem. The Jerusalem Music Center in Yemen Moshi, and the Targ Music Center in Ain Karim also present the arts. The Israel Festival, featuring indoor and outdoor performances by local and international singers, concerts, plays, 
and Street Theater has been held annually since 1961, and Jerusalem has become the major organizer of the event. The Jerusalem Theater in the Taliba neighborhood hosts over 150 concerts a year, as well as theater and dance companies and performing artists from overseas. The Khan Theater, located in the Karavanarsi opposite the old Jerusalem train station, is the city's only repertoire theater. The station itself has become a venue for cultural events in recent years as the site of Shavua Hasafar, an annual week-long book fair, and outdoor music performances. The Jerusalem Film Festival is held annually, screening Israeli and international films. The Jerusalem Biblical Zoo has ranked consistently as Israel's top tourist attraction for Israelis. The Teacher House in downtown Jerusalem houses the paintings of Anna Tichu and the Judaica collections of her husband, an ophthalmologist who opened Jerusalem's first eye clinic in the building in 1912. Al Hawash, established in 2004, is a gallery for the preservation of Palestinian art. In 1974, the Jerusalem Cinematique was founded. In 1981, it was moved to a new building on Hebron Road near the Valley of Hinnom and the Old City. Jerusalem was declared the capital of Arab culture in 2009. Jerusalem is home to the Palestinian National Theater, which engages in cultural preservation as well as innovation, working to rekindle Palestinian interests in the arts. The Edward Syed National Conservancy of Music sponsors the Palestinian Youth Orchestra, which toured Arab states of the Persian Gulf and other Middle East countries in 2009. The Islamic Museum on the Temple Mount, established in 1923, houses many Islamic artifacts, from tiny coal flasks and rare manuscripts to giant marble columns. While Israel approves and financially supports some Arab cultural activities, Arab Capital of Culture events were banned because they were sponsored by the Palestinian National Authority. In 2009, a four-day culture festival was held in the Biet Anan suburb of Jerusalem, attended by more than 15,000 people. The Abraham Fund and the Jerusalem Intercultural Center, JICC, promote joint Jewish-Palestinian cultural projects. The Jerusalem Center for the Middle Eastern Music and Dance is open to Arabs and Jews and offers workshops on Jewish-Arab dialogue through the arts. The Jewish-Arab Youth Orchestra performs both European classical and Middle Eastern music. In 2006, a 38-kilometer, or 24-mile, Jerusalem Trail was opened, a hiking trail that goes to many cultural sites and national parks in and around Jerusalem. In 2008, the Tolerance Monument, an outdoor sculpture by Cheskla Jawagi, was erected on a hill between Jewish Arman Hanavetz and Arab Jabal Mukabar as the symbol of Jerusalem's quest for peace. Media Jerusalem is the state broadcasting center of Israel. The Israel Broadcasting Authority's main office is located in Jerusalem, as well as the TV and radio studios for Israel Radio, Channel 2, Channel 10, and part of the radio studios of BBC News, the Jerusalem Post, and the Times of Israel are also headquartered in Jerusalem. Local newspapers include Kol Halar and the Jerusalem Times. God TV, an international Christian television network, is also based in the city. 
Sports. The two most popular sports are football, soccer, and basketball. Biatar Jerusalem Football Club is one of the most well-known in Israel. Fans include political figures who often attend its games. Jerusalem's other major football team and one of Beitar's top rivals is Hapoel Jerusalem FC. Whereas Beitar has been Israel State Cup champion seven times, Hopal has won the cup only once. Beitar has won the top league six times, while Hapoel has never succeeded. Beitar plays in the more prestigious Liga Tayel, while Hapoel is in the second division Liga Limut. Since its opening in 1992, Teddy Stadium has been Jerusalem's primary football stadium with a capacity of 31,733. The most popular Palestinian football club is Jabar al Mukbar since 1976, which plays in West Bank Premier League. The club hails from Mount Scopus at Jerusalem, part of the Asian Football Confederation, and plays in the Fasil al Hassani International Stadium at Al Ram across the West Bank barrier. In basketball, Opel Jerusalem is home to the top teams in the top division. The club has won Israel's championship in 2015, the State Cup four times, and the ULEB Cup in 2004. The Jerusalem Marathon, established in 2011, is an international marathon race held annually in Jerusalem in the month of March. The full 42-kilometer race begins at the Knesset, passes through Mount Scopus and the Old City's Armenian Quarter, and concludes at Sacker Park. In 2012, the Jerusalem Marathon drew 15,000 runners, including 1,500 from 50 countries outside of Israel. A popular, non-competitive sports event is the Jerusalem March, held annually during the Sukkot Festival. I just wanted to apologize for how badly I pronounced some of these words and names. Uh, this is part of the reason why I am doing this podcast, is to get better at that, but I know that in foreign languages I am uh, pitiful, and oftentimes in English too, but I appreciate your patience with me. Now again, folks, the words expressed here are not my own, it's just a reading of Wikipedia. Um, I've found that the information is oftentimes insightful, sometimes wrong, other times misguided or out of date, but I thought it's uh, still fun to read as it kind of captures a community's conversation on a topic rather than just the details of said topic. I hope you enjoy that also, but understand that there are going to be discrepancies in what you're reading and hearing in the news today, especially on a topic like this. The music you've heard on the background is an open source project by a group called Hatnote made up of Stephen Laporte and Mohammed Hashemi. The project is called Listen to Wikipedia. The bells indicate additions and string plucks indicate subtractions from the website. Pitch changes according to the size of the edit. The larger the edit, the deeper the note. It's a really cool project that I encourage you to check out at listen.hatnote.com. This podcast has been brought to you by flexdeckcards.com. The Flex Deck the one deck you need for all your games.